0: Hey guys, welcome back to the TV and BV Podcast. How you doing today, Bobby? Fantastic. You look you look great, man. That is a very colorful shirt you're wearing. Showing off my guns. Yeah. Suns out, guns out? Yep. Alright guys, on the show today, we're going to be discussing the... Whoa, whoa, volume... The volume went up and down right there. We're going to be discussing Antonio, Ramiro, Romo, the national championship, um, a couple NBA games that we saw from this past week, and good old LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball, baby. One of the greats. (laughs) One of the greats. I don't know why the volume keeps going up on that. That's weird. It kept going up and down. I don't know what that was. Um... But first off, we're going to start the show talking about a great quarterback that we've watched, we've grown up with, and we've watched grow. Who's that quarterback, Bobby? What Adam Schein called
1: the most underrated quarterback ever,
0: Tony Romo. Also could be, could be labeled as the most scrutinized quarterback ever. Because he plays for the Cowboys, that's why. Or he played for the Cowboys. And having to follow up the run of championships is kind of tough as well. We're we're always looking for the next, like, in in terms of, uh, relative terms of basketball, we're always looking for the next Michael Jordan. Or yeah. after LeBron came, we're always looking for the next LeBron. We're looking for the next great quarterback for the Cowboys. And... I mean, we found him, but we didn't have the team around him to put him in the best situation to win a championship until about two thousand fourteen. yeah, it's a team game people forget, yeah, it's not like it's not basketball or one one player can <clears throat> one player can swing the entire game around. It's, it's, there's not just five people, four other people on the court on his team. Romo isn't on the field the entire time. He's got 10 other people to worry about, and then he's got a, a defense to keep the other team off the board. And for the most part, the two things that Tony Romo lacked were an offensive line and a defense, and those are pretty much the most important aspects to a team other than the quarterback position. You agree? You need those. Need those to win championships. So on Wednesday, um, what I've been doing. This is why we moved the show to Friday mornings. Um, On Wednesdays now, I go to. um, Man, you didn't even know the name of the radio station? No, uh, it's uh. Sad. Fired Miller Miller uh, Miller Light Studio Suite Six Hundred Five. Uh, I go to a radio show called Sports Misconduct uh, at Sports Radio Corpus Christi. And um, on Wednesday, we were talking about the Romo situation, and I was getting bagged on. Really? Because the question was, do you think he should be a Hall of Famer? Whoa. And um, I was... It's a good question. It is a good question. And I um, I was on the side that he should... But I'm not talking like he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. That's a good point. Because this was an, another relative term uh, to the NBA. This is how um, we're in the era of great guards in the NBA right now. Um, in the NFL, we're in the era of great quarterbacks. And he was just a really good quarterback in the era of great ones. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. I mean Tony Romo's great but in turn when you compare him to Tom Brady, Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers like he's just really good because those are 3 of the top 10 top 15 quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. Then and I was getting bagged on for from callers, from text, um texters writing in saying that there's no way that Romo should be in the Hall of Fame, and they bring up his lack of postseason success. Yeah, of course. And I just brought up the fact that, um, they're like he's two and four in playoff games. He didn't have a ring. He can't be in the in the Hall of Fame. And I brought up the fact I was like, okay, you need a ring to be in the Hall of Fame. That's literally that's what they were saying. Like he doesn't have a ring, shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Um. So the first two names I brought up were Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson. Yeah, two quarterbacks that won Super Bowls in the early two thousands for defensive dominant teams: the Buccaneers for Brad Johnson, and Trent Dilfer Dime Dilfer (laughs) Um, for the Ravens. The Ravens that year had arguably the greatest defense. One of the best defenses of all time. They literally had a murderer on their team. Yeah. Was it before or after the Super Bowl you murdered someone? I don't know. I was too young. I think it was. Probably I'm trying after. to figure out if it was after the AFC Championship game or after the Super Bowl. I think. Allegedly
1: it was... murdered somebody. You had to say allegedly. Uh,
0: allegedly. Sorry. We're going to get to see we it. Gotta get the, we got to get the producer to cut that out. Um,. So, uh, my argument was, like, if you're saying he shouldn't get in because he doesn't have a ring, you're justifying those two quarterbacks should get in. And then you could say that Dan Marino did not have a ring and he's in the Hall of Fame, but Dan Marino was putting up numbers that were out of this world in the era that he was playing in. So, there's, there's no argument right there. And like I said, football is a team game. Pretty much, and people also brought up, because I was talking about his lack of defense. Yeah. Um, People were talking about, what do you mean he he didn't have a lack of weapons? They brought up T.O., they brought up um, Marion Barber, they brought up Jason Witten, how he's had him this whole time, how he has Dez, and I think there was a stat that he's only had like three, excuse me, three or four 1,000-yard rushers, and... That's nice to have those weapons, but when you're losing games like you're losing to the Broncos, fifty-one to forty-nine. I mean, what can you do?
1: I think it was like fifty-two to fifty-five. They oh. both scored over fifty. I was actually just watching that game, like about a month ago in Austin. Uh, they had it on the NFL N- network. N- NFL network, yeah. yeah.
0: That was a great game. That was maybe one of his best games. Yeah. But that that game is indicative. of of basically his career before 2014 he looks great slicing and dicing defenses up turning nothing into something wow and then when he's asked to do too much he just he um he doesn't fold he just he tries to push the envelope you got caught
1: up I mean you're bound to throw an interception yeah
0: yeah exactly when you're throwing as the, much as you're airing
1: it, the ball out he threw oh, for five touchdowns that game.
0: Why is mine?
1: But when you're throwing the ball that much, I mean, one of them's bound to get caught by the other team. He threw the, he what? When you're throwing the ball as much as he was that game, one of them is bound to get caught by the other team.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, but what did you say before that? He threw for what? how many touchdowns? Five?
1: Five. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I think he had over Damn, 500 man. yards.
0: Google yeah, Chrome's not working. He's pulling up let those me, stats. Let me pull it up. But... I was, t- I was trying to explain to people that, um, imagine, okay, so let's go back to Troy Aikman's career. Troy Aikman stopped playing, I think it was in 2000, 99 or 2000. So here's his career, you had like a 10-year career, right? 12, 10, yeah, somewhere around there. Excuse, excuse me, me. He I, didn't, came I didn't when
1: Jerry Jones bought the team, okay,
0: so I didn't grow up watching him. I wasn't born yet, <laughs> and I was only five when he retired, so excuse me, um good, there's something in my throat um I brought up the fact that if Tony Romo had that team this was a this was an argument. if Tony Romo had the team that he had in two thousand fourteen for his entire career. Like if he was healthy in fifteen and sixteen, and he had that type of team for his entire like fourteen year career, um, would he, would he have had a better career than Troy Aikman? Maybe, I mean, we'll never know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just one of those questions. Troy Aikman played with legends and Emmitt Smith, who and the- one of the great, arguably the greatest offensive line of all time. And Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith owns the <clears throat> record for
1: most rushing yards. So, he played with all-time greats. He did. That's crazy. The triplets.
0: The who? The triplets, man. Uh. But, I was just, like, t- Romo had, like, that's why he was trying. Goodness. Give me some of this water. That's why he was trying to come back so early off of injury. Romo, yeah, because he knew his window was closing, and with the type of team he had, he was being he was being a realist, he was looking at the big picture, he was like, I don't have much time left, this is the best, like this year, this cowboys team, yeah, this year was the best cowboys team
1: he's probably he's ever, ever had yeah, and ever. he didn't get to play,
0: and he didn't get to play with them. Just think about that. Yeah. that That is so shitty. I mean... I think his career is marked by just like...
1: His series of unfortunate events. Yeah, this terrible look.
0: So... We could sit here and wish Tony Romo didn't get hurt. But it was a blessing in disguise that we got Dak Prescott. And you never want to wish injuries upon anybody. But we did get this... Uh, Diamond in the rough, as Bobby would say. Yeah. Um, and Dak Prescott, and we're ever so grateful for him. But today we're talking about Tony Romo. Basically the quarterback that we grew up watching. If you ever seen Bobby throw a football, he tries to throw it like Tony Romo.
1: What? Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: So, I mean, this guy is just an all-time just great guy. And um, I am... Extremely happy for him. Uh, I hope this is what he wants to do. I know he wants to keep playing because he still has gas in the tank. Yeah. He, he definitely does.
1: I bet he's going to see how he does this broadcast year for CBS. And uh, Dude, because people like are going to be calling him, yeah. bro. That's what they're saying on a sports. Event. like, If one of these teams with a quarterback goes down, like the Raiders or something, uh, like Derek Carr did last year, they yeah. might give Romo a call. No, they're de he's definitely, he's definitely he's
0: definitely going to get calls yeah. this year, and he has come out and said that he is. But right now, he's ninety nine percent sure that he's done. Uh, he says, "Him and
1: Marshall is going to come out of retirement. Uh, oh my God. on a team together, Win a Super Bowl."
0: <laughs> um, dude, he could play for four or five more years, but it's this. If there was no such thing as injury. It just takes one hit. Yeah. Like, that, that, in that preseason game. Yeah. God. So, I mean, what do you think, Bobby? We're going to end this. Do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? I think <clears> eventually <throat> he should get in. Um, I'm not sitting here and saying...
1: Yeah, I like that take. Being, like, not a being first like the
0: big homer and saying, like, he's going to be a first ballot. Like, T.O. wasn't even a first ballot. Like, and that's freaking ridiculous. He's a Second best receiver of all time. Um, So, I think he'll eventually get in. He definitely needs to get in the ring of honor as soon as possible. But, dude's an undrafted quarterback that is the... I think he's third in all-time career passer rating. Leads like all those Cowboys records. Yeah. Touchdowns, passing yards. He's got great numbers. And... I mean, there's been players with great numbers that really just have great numbers that get in the Hall I'm of sorry. Fame. That's why it's
1: the Hall of Fame because you're a great player. I yeah. Mean, of I course, th-
0: championships go in, but... Like, Romo had teams that should have gone 4-12, and and he led them to 8-8. So, and on in the playoffs. Yes. And so, just sit there and think and appreciate what he did for the Cowboys team that was looking... For the next great thing, so do you think you think he should be in the Hall of Fame?
1: Yeah, eventually, and he has all those Cowboys records to back him up.
0: So I definitely agree. Um, I think he'll get in. Hope he does, but uh, we're not going to see it for a long time. The one play I always remember is uh, the JJ J. Watt J. J. play. JJ Watt, yes, or he
1: just I mean, he looked at him like. He had probably less than a half a second <clears throat> to notice JJ Watt, and he just spun out of it. One of the best defensive players in the game throws a bomb touchdown.
0: At that time, was the best defensive player. Yeah. Um. God, man, we miss you, Romo. We wish you everything. Uh, wish uh, we hope everything goes well, man. Um, I'm really excited to hear him in the in the booth. I think he's gonna do a really good job. He's very charismatic. He's smart too. And yeah, he is. And I was I was telling James, the real single J James Cruz. (laughs) Single J Um, yeah. I was telling him I was like, that's a great move for the NFL because like in the NBA another relative term in the NBA, for like the the color commentator guys. Yeah. Um they have guys that played in both eras. They have they have guys that recently retired within the last like three years. Yeah, that also played in the early two thousands. That's what they're working with. They have players that recently retired. I mean, like Chris Rubbers won, but he didn't play in like this era, but he did play with a lot of the older players, and he can relate to like the the NBA now. Yeah. Kinda, cause he would be a really good player in today's NBA. But I was asking James, I was like, cause all the studio analysts are bringing in like, once you retire, like Paul Pierce is immediately coming to TNT. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was saying, is there? There's not really anybody in the NFL that is recently retired that's doing color commentating, right? Um, John Lynch. But he didn't recently retire, and now he's a GM. For yeah, Forty Niners. That's a, see, I didn't bring up John Lynch. That's a, I mean, I think that that might he was be the good most. Too. I really one. liked listening to John Lynch. But most of them are just studio guys, like yeah. Monday Night Football, uh, NFL Randy Countdown. Moss. Yeah. So, Romo has the aspect of both sides of the arrows. He has the single back, we're pounding the ball twenty five to thirty times a game era. We're I mean, unless we're down the entire game, I'm only throwing the ball twenty, twenty five times a game. Yeah. And then he's he's got the experience of the five wide, we're throwing the ball thirty, thirty five times a game. We're running the ball out of shotgun. Screens on third and one. Like, he's got the the knowledge and experience of playing in both eras. And I feel like that's going to come to a massive advantage. And he's literally coming from the field to the booth. Yeah. And I mean, just, just the relationships that he had with players, like the insight he can bring. I just think that I'm very excited for that. I'm so
1: glad he's replacing Phil Simms I, I do not like Phil, Phil Sims.
0: Phil Simms is I think the Tony Romo Of um, Broadcasting Hatred wise people,
1: people don't like him Yeah I don't like Jim Nance is a legend though and he should do the first game of the season right Because it'll be on a Thursday on CBS I think so So he should be doing the very first game like
0: everybody watches God Dang. he's gonna be shitting bricks Okay So we just spent 19 minutes talking about Tony Romo But it was very very deserved we miss you, man. Can't wait to see you in the booth. I want to meet him one day. I met him. No, I didn't. I wish. Um, so let's talk about the national championship. Did you watch it? Nope. Not a single second. was not interested at all. I just didn't. Not excited. mad, just disappointed. Well, I just want to let you know was it that going? your prediction was wrong. It was wrong? North Carolina won.
1: Oh, yeah, I knew that.
0: Um, And I really don't blame you for not watching the game. Yeah, I heard <clears> it was <clears throat> because throat> you didn't miss much. I heard they
1: combined for like a total of 35% shooting percentage or something. Both teams combined for that. Yeah. That's sad. And
0: I'm going to tell you why. There are 44 fouls in the game. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw LeBron and Dwayne Wade tweeting about it. So, in. in in the last four years, the fouls have gone up every year in the national championship game. Someone tweeted about it. It was twenty six, twenty eight. Then last year was thirty four. This year was forty four. This is this has been a this has been a reoccurring thing in college basketball. Terrible officiating. They try and take over the game. Uh, go back to the West Virginia Gonzaga game in the Sweet Sixteen, just like this game. Too many fouls. Both teams were in the bonus with 10 minutes left in both halves. Terrible shooting. West Virginia made 12 shots the entire game. It Jeez. went 12 for 44. Oh, my God. So, I mean. What was the score? Um, That game that game was like 65 66-63. 60, uh, but for the national championship, um, it was around that score. I think it was like 61 Sixty-seven. Huh. I'm not sure. I forgot. Uh, but North Carolina ended up winning. Um, that that's who I picked in my bracket. So I ended up getting second. Really? Yeah. And both in both my groups. What'd I get? I don't know. <laughs> not well.
1: Yeah. I just I don't know. I wasn't interested at all. I don't really care.
0: What do you mean you didn't care? I mean
1: I, I was gonna watch the last couple c- minutes. Oh, because it's of always the game. exciting yeah, okay. of the game.
0: I mean there were stretches but of excitement. Like um there was like a two minute stretch where there were no fouls called and there was like back to back to back threes. It was pretty cool. Um you got six. Dang it. Six plays. Can't wait for NBA playoff basketball though. Yeah, me either. We'll get to that in a second. I've one problem with the national, uh the final four. It is always being played in football stadiums. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's
1: I noticed that too and then like the players are below the court.
0: Yeah, no, it I don't like on it, the bench man, Because they they play in a basketball arena the entire year and then in your two biggest games you have to play somewhere you've never played.
1: And it's weird for me like if I were a player on the on the court and how that court is elevated, I'd feel so uncomfortable like I feel like I would be able to go as hard because I'd be nervous about falling off that edge. Like if you're going for a loose ball that's going yeah. into the stands, you'd have you fall
0: off the like I would have Elevated thought, court. Like it's just so weird playing in a. I'm I'm I've never played in a, a a stadium before, but I've played at AT and T Center, the AT and T Center, and it that's totally different from just a regular gym because there's um, the depth perception because there's no wall behind the basket. Yeah. It's like the stands. So I couldn't imagine um how from going to a basketball arena to a football stadium is. The players don't play there all year. There's never great shooting percentages. The the stats are there. Ah, man. I just It's all a the money-making machine. Yeah, I know. More tickets and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, one one more college question. Do you think Grayson Allen is coming back for his senior year?
1: How many years has he played at Duke? Three.
0: Is he coming back <laughs> for his senior year, Bobby?
1: No, but like he's not like a one and done. I don't know nothing about him. I just know he kicks players.
0: Bobby, listen to the question. Is he going to I know come back for has, his senior year? So,
1: he's played since he was a freshman there? Yes. Yeah, why not? I'm trying to think if he was like a one and done or whatever.
0: One and done is you play as a freshman you leave. Maybe he took a couple years off. Get his associates. No. I don't
1: know. (laughs) How good is he?
0: I mean, he was really good his sophomore year and he's gotten worse. Gotten worse. Yeah. Come back for
1: your senior year then, Grayson. Get better. NBA is pretty hard. Whatever. But that's
0: what he did last this past year and he got worse. Because he's a little brat. He, is he kicks a, people and yeah. throws fits. You just called him a brat. That's funny. Um yeah, man. I think he's gonna be the next JJ Reddick. He needs the, to get punched he, in the face. He got slapped. He needs to get punched. <laughs> um he does. But he's about to be on the JJ Reddick. Tour of evil, and that that would be hilarious if he won National Player of the Year, just like JJ Redick did. He's going to be the most hated player in college basketball. I love it. I can't wait. I hope he comes back. Um, switch over to NBA. Um, no, no, no. Before, before, before we do that, one more college basketball thing. Levar Ball. I don't know if we've talked about him on this podcast. Have we? Uh, I think we talked so. about him last week. Like we might have. Maybe brought him up. Um, Barball, if you didn't know, has come out and said some outlandish things. Um, few of them are that he could beat Michael Jordan at one-on-one. Oh, my God. I hate people who say they could beat someone at one-on-one because basketball is not meant to be played one-on-one. It's meant to be played five-on-five.
1: Three-on-three. Three. Like Ice Cube's thing in the summer. Have
0: you heard about that? Did you get paid for to say that? <laughs> That that's gonna be some good TV, man. They need to get him in that, Lavar Ball. Yeah, that'd be the money Quit maker. talking, man. Um, Start playing. But that's one of the things he said. He also said that put Steph Curry on UCLA and put Lonzo Ball on the Warriors and see what happens. Uh, Like, Steph Curry's holding the Warriors back. And he has come out and said that Steph Curry also would have lost that game to Kentucky because he would have shot them out of the game. Oh, my God. This dude's your all-purpose general headass. And he said that Lonzo Ball will only play for the Lakers. Dude, get this guy out of here, man. You're going to get your kid killed. How is Lonzo Ball not saying, like, shut up. Just stop, Dad. There was a rumor yesterday that he was going to be his son's agent. but Take away your speaking privileges. And then he, um, he signed an agent, but it definitely wasn't his dad, thank God. But LeVar Ball, I don't know what uh, news network he said this on, but I guess they brought up the Kentucky loss. Yeah. <laughs> and I quote, he said, I'm blaming those three white guys on the court and their lack of foot speed. They're the reason that we lost. Lonzo Ball said that? No, LaVar oh, Ball Levar said Ball. that. Oh. Wow. I'm blaming those three white guys and their lack of foot speed on the court. They can't move. That's why we lost. Awesome. What? This guy is just ridiculous. You're you're literally going to get your son. You're putting a target on his back. People have talked about that. He's like, man, I've been, I've been breeding them for this. Ugh. What do you mean? <laughs> Pet ass. I mean, what if a, what if a white parent said that about black kids? Uproar, nationwide. I mean, I mean that. I just, I just think that's a big deal that he said that. Uh, I mean, I don't really care that he said white kids, but he's out here blaming. He's out here blaming people for the loss when actually he should be blaming his son because he played his worst game of the year. So I mean,
1: I think it's one of those things with Lavar Ball. You just ignore what he says now, pretty much. You never seen that meme on Twitter every now and then people put it of the Simpsons and it's like a newspaper and it's the grandpa. It's it's a news yelled at his yeah, lawn yeah. or something. No, he's that old man. Yells at cloud. Oh. He's just got a fist up to the air. Like that's Lavar Ball. He's just. I see that one. Yelling at clouds. Um,
0: question: Have you watched a baseball game yet? I didn't
1: even know opening day was like this past week. I don't mess with baseball, man. It's just 162 games. They play like the oddest times.
0: Yeah, like, they play a game at 3:10 on Monday. What the hell? I'm in class at that time. Like, I don't. I don't care. So the answer is no. No. Me either. Me either. Absolutely no. <laughs> I'm mean, gonna I, I like the
1: Astros, but I tried to get into baseball a couple of years ago. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna like, keep up with the stats and the players and like Win. But seventy four games in, I was just like, I'm not doing this.
0: The playoffs in like a next week. <laughs> <laughs> um goodness. Uh yeah, no, I haven't watched a baseball game yet. So do you, I've all watched these, these players,
1: how many players can you have on a baseball roster? Mm-hmm. And But they don't play all 162 games, right?
0: Some people do. Damn. Dude, but baseball's not like physically... Yeah, I know that, but... It's not like a I physical... I mean,
1: baseball's super hard. I give props to...
0: Yeah, no, baseball anybody is who plays like it, one of it's... the hardest sports. Have you ever tried hitting a baseball?
1: Yeah, it's hard. One of the hardest things to do. But, um, I mean, it's just...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like... Like David Ortiz plays.
1: Good baseball's fun to watch, but... I like going to baseball games, too, but...
0: Going to baseball games is totally different than watching it on yeah, TV.
1: Yeah, it's an experience. But um, um, there's just too many games for me to keep up, man.
0: I got I got school. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know uh, the new Fast and Furious movie comes out next week.
1: Yeah, it's been everywhere. Like the the Rock has been on all this. He's been everywhere. Today's Show, Tonight Show, Instagram.
0: What is your favorite Fast and Furious movie? Mine is Too Fast, Too Furious.
1: I don't know. I, I watched the first one when it first came out in theaters. I remember seeing it. Um, I think I missed three through four, or I mean three through four. Three, four, five, and six.
0: No, you didn't. We watched. Yeah, we watched five, five, in five theater. right. Okay. Then I, I've haven't watched like three and four and six. You've seen two though, right? It's him Maybe. and Tyrese. Like Vin Diesel's not in the movie. Maybe I don't. That's the best I one. I can't remember it. The movie's always on TNT. Ludacris literally made a song about it. <laughs> Two thirds. <fans. laughs> Two
1: fans. Seven was pretty cool. I like Seven. At this point, it's just like a total I, popcorn movie. I miss...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's great action. Still good movies. It, it, it but actually de- sets
1: the bar for
0: action. Like, it, it's some pretty badass action does. sequences. I really do miss when it was just like all about street racing, though. But...
1: I like all the characters, like The Rock and Vin Diesel. Tyrese and, and Paul yeah. Walker are my favorite. Luda they're they're great you. movies. It's just, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan, but I do like them. The Fate
0: of the Furious. Yeah, is this the last one or? No, I supposedly I think there's two more. Cool man, they so make not loads sure. of money and they're fun to watch. So I really miss when they were just about street racing though. But these movies are still good. I'm not taking away, but. The first two movies are the best movies, man. Too uh, Fast, Too Furious. Can't get enough of Tyrese in that purple convertible. Yeah, yeah. Man, purple we purple hungry. Purple.
1: That fight sequence in uh, the Furious 7 with The Rock and Jason Statham.
0: Jason Bateman?
1: Yeah, and the, he's like throwing it through a table. As as St- that was
0: cool. <laughs> All right, man. Um. So I told you I told you before we got on started watching Rick and Morty, ah
1: yeah, cartoon,
0: yeah, the cartoon Rick and Morty on I Hulu. saw it
1: all it was all over social media a week ago on April fools they released like season three or something, yeah,
0: no, the recently came out as uh, a new season um i I mean just uh Josh watches it, yeah, and he he always tells me about it. he told me I needed to watch it, I mean, and then logic, one of my favorite rappers, it's like his favorite show so really? I thought I'd check it out what's and, it about um, quick synopsis just, it is a cartoon about um, this scientist. kid named this kid named Morty he's 12 and then his grandpa is like a scientist and he's uh, the grandpa moved in with like Morty's family and basically will just t- take Morty out of school and they'll go on like adventures and like other dimensions yeah it's so funny man you That's just cool. need, you just need to watch an episode they're only like 20, 20 minutes long yeah um but in the first episode like dude he takes him out of school so much and um the principal's name is Principal Vagina.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Damn. So kids don't really watch the show.
0: Um I would say it's like PG-13 probably. Principal Vagina though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um he has like a parent teacher conference and he was like your son's been in school for 7 hours this entire semester. <laughs> Does it come on on like Adult Swim or something? Or is yeah, it- it's it's oh. Adult Swim. It it it's it's pretty funny. It's like stupid funny, but like there's lessons and the lessons to be learned. Like there's it's kind of like a serious show. Like at very little, it's like totally different. Instead of being like super serious with the comedic relief, yeah, it's like super funny with like very 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 little seriousness. Yeah. It's so it's. I feel it's like there's this wave of
1: uh, cartoons appealing to, like, adults. Yeah. You feel it? Like, I don't know. I, well, not really, never like, really...
0: adults, but, like, people are. No,
1: adults, yeah. Like, I mean, we're adults. You're not calling me an adult. No, I know what you mean. But, like, yeah, like a bunch of older people, not kids, watching yeah. cartoons. But they're kind of, these cartoons are aimed towards them. I don't know. I've never really noticed
0: but, it. But, like, the stuff that they joke about is, like, uh, they and they do, like, spinoffs of like they had an M. Night Shyamalan um I don't know what uh movie it was but they did an episode based off like an M. M. Night Shyamalan movie yeah it was basically kind of like Inception too. really yeah it was it was it was oh my god it's just a funny show if you have a good chance um it's not on Netflix but I've been watching it on Hulu yeah god I hate those commercials Hulu's coming Hulu. up man
1: um it's only like five extra bucks to get rid of the commercials I wait. mean it's
0: Really? Yeah. Oh.
1: That's what my brother says. I look into that. He pays for the commercial-based one, and it's like nine, and the commercial free is like 14.
0: Nice. Nice. But uh, that show is really, really funny. So, I mean, I just started watching it yesterday, like four episodes deep. But that, oh God, it's so funny, man. Um, so if you ever have time, maybe uh can find it somewhere, definitely give it a try. Anything morning. you want to plug in real quick? Um, phone charger. Phone charger. <laughs> I don't A- know. Anything no? else? I ain't got none. All right. Uh, well, I'm, you're about to catch us working 2K. We're gonna do random teams. What? And I that's it. Spurs. That's it. Just said random teams. Um, to guess. Wait, hold on. How come they don't have the
1: Spurs teams on 2K? Like they have the throwback teams, like the Suns and stuff. Oh, okay. Where's like the 2005 I'm get, Spurs? I'm and- gonna
0: tell you why. Because the Spurs aren't exciting.
1: It doesn't matter. Still, good teams. Like yeah. why? I was thinking but about who that. Would the would go day. out?
0: Who who wants other than like a Spurs fan? Who wants to go out of their way with 05? Who wants to play with O five? Manu. Me. I said other than Spurs fan. Oh, he was
1: good. He drive to the basket every time. Who wouldn't want to do that?
0: Other than Spurs fan, I love Manu. He's my favorite. One of my favorite. There's players. There's a bunch of
1: teams on there I don't care about. Like.
0: But like uh, okay, go. Like, I want to play with the O five 5 Suns because that team was badass.
1: Man, whatever, dude. Spurs catch hate for no reason. We just take care of business, put our heads down. People hate us for it.
0: If they win 60 games again next year, they're going to be the fourth team in NBA history to win 60 games three years in a row. Damn. The Warriors did it this year, and then it's the Lakers and Celtics. The Bulls didn't even do that.
1: There's a pretty big drop off like between the top West teams and East Teams. Um when the Cavs and Celtics were playing the other day, they hadn't even busted like fifty wins yet, I think. Yeah, and no, the Spurs like, were already they, like sixty something wins.
0: So I re um coming up I think before the playoffs, the play uh the last game of the regular season is I think Wednesday or Thursday. This week. Or next week. Next week. And um, I'm going to write an article why... this. Is, I don't think this will ever happen, but why we should go... Um, we should keep our conferences, but the playoffs should be just seeds 1 through 16. That'd be badass. Like, But no, wait, one,
1: one seed playing the 16 seed? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, no point.
0: Just have a first-round bye. Never know. It would make the the NBA season that much more um meaningful competitive and meaningful or you could do this you could cut the week a season shorter and 14 teams automatically are in like once a season in 14 teams are in and then the rest the other 16 teams they have a one game elimination tournament to see who the last two teams are wow that'd be pretty cool you never know. It, it and that would make the the season mean that much more because you want that extra week off. Yeah. So I don't know. You never know. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna write something about like what if if the NBA went non-conference teams in the NBA and they just seeded them one through sixteen. The uh the Warriors and Cavs would meet in the second round. Yeah. No, not in the second round. They they would meet before the finals. Wow, it's pretty crazy. So I mean, That's just something to ponder on. Uh, but we'll be back next week. That was the longest outro ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll be back next week, guys. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at tburner85, Bobby at at Bob Circa, read my shit at TVOnSports.com. I just came out with a draft stock article. You can catch that there we'll see you next week guys I'm about to get out of this work it's okay